Welcome to the Business Life of Husband and Wife podcast. A show based on real experiences in business and life. Hey guys, welcome to your premium content episode. This is our first one for you guys listening and subscribers. Absolutely. So this is where we give you guys the, um, the rundowns on all the other events that we go to, what we learn, what our takeaways are, and what we think would be of value to you guys. So this is one of um, for the Evolve conference that we went to the beginning of March out in Virginia. And it was put on by an incredible woman. And she um, put together an event where I found I actually took away some huge value, which is rare for me. Yeah. So these episodes for you guys are going to be short and sweet to the point. We will get going here on what the events are on. We're going to do some short topics. Yep. We're going to do quick little like 15 minute. Maybe it's a little bit of like something that we think is important that isn't a full episode that you guys are going to get all with your premium content subscriptions. So here we go. So the Evolve event, this was in Virginia. So Rob and I went kind of without any expectations. Yeah, we went with zero expectations. We were just, we. it was at a point in our personal life where I know I needed just like a little bump or a little pick me up or something. So we went in there with absolutely no expectations other than something great is going to happen. Yeah. And we only knew one person going. So that was one of the greatest things. We only, we only, we I'm like, we only knew each other. I'm like, no, did we know anyone ben. else? Oh, we knew Ben. So yeah, ben, yeah. ben is on our regular podcast. He yep. was on there and he was talking to us about a lot of different things to do with YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. So we only knew one person going in. We knew people through the Facebook page that were in the group that was a part of there and the first initial call. But it was an event to help us reboot and everybody kind of leave with more knowledge than when they left. And there was four topics that were covered. Yeah, so it was organized really well. It was organized um, so the groups or the rooms that we went into were very, very small. So we didn't all do the same courses the same time, uh, the same day, that type of thing. So the first day, Clint and I, uh, we started out in a habit session. So it was all breaking down um, the value of habits, how to structure those habits, how to build habits, that type of thing. Which, super valuable for me. And a lot of people going to these kind of events is developing habits that allow you to be better and get past those procrastination moments, those moments of, you know, laziness in our brain and find dopamine in, mm -hmm. in habits that are hard, right? A lot of it was, how do you get back into the gym? How do you use your physical fitness to, you know, be better in your business? How do you find more time mm -hmm. by creating habits through scheduling and tracking yourself more efficiently? Mm -hmm. That was the first day. Um, so that was, yeah, the first morning. Mm -hmm. We had that. We had some great guides. Um, they're called guides. There was eight, eight or not, eight, eight guides that were with us. And each of them, there's two in each session. Yeah, and they each brought very interesting perspectives. Um, the habit ones in particular, they both the guides came from very different backgrounds and kind of explained what worked best for them and what triggers they use and what um, they use to build the habits that created the life that they have for themselves now. And they taught us different ways to implement those habits in our day-to-day -day lives to generate what I like to call my non-negotiables. So those are my habits that I instinctively look for and everything now. And then Clint's was a little bit different. Yeah. For me, like I'm not a habitual person. I, I get structure bothers you. Yeah. My brain gets tired of the same repetitive thing. So for me, like 
basically getting past that point where repetition is boring and finding the fun part in the repetition was a huge thing for me to understand that that concept of building habits has to be long-term, not short-term. Like it can't mm-hmm. be a three-month thing. It's got to be 30 for years. Life. Yeah. Like this is your plan moving forward because this is what the lifestyle that you want yeah. essentially. So the habit forming one I thought was a very good place to start for us. Um, we already have like a lot of habits solidified, but it's always nice to go and reevaluate in, in an environment where there's no outside anything happening. So you're really, you don't have the pressures of work. You don't have the pressures of family, that type of thing. You're essentially, you're just, I was going to say locked in this room, but you're not (laughs) locked in a room. You're in this room and you're given the space to actually evaluate, um, what's important to you and what your path is and where you're headed and what are those habits that you actually need to implement in order to get there. So I found that very, very valuable as a, and a great place to start. Yeah. And then in the afternoon we went into relationships, right? Mm -hmm. So the relationship portion, I actually kind of really enjoy that kind of concept. We didn't think we almost didn't do that one because you can opt in and opt out of the four. Yeah, and go which do, was a fantastic option. Right. But we opted into that one, to the relationship one. Um, they give you a full printout on like your type and like where you kind of sit, your personality. Oh, your life design. Yeah. yeah so that's it's, it's it life was. design. Um, it tied very well into that we'd already been working with the Enneagram mm-hmm. and like learning about ourselves and developing personality traits and why we do things and what we do under stress and how to recognize it, that type of yeah. thing. Yeah. And so being able to sit in a room, a very open room mm-hmm. with a lot of different energies mm-hmm. going through and telling their stories and what bothers them and what, and then having those conversations, get someone to help. And learn how to converse in that, like learning if someone is simply venting to you and if they don't actually want any feedback and also learning to ask, like, do you want some feedback from this? Do you want my input? Are you just looking to vent and learning how to communicate also what, whom you're communicating with, what their needs are. Yeah. And I thought that was very, a very valuable one Mm -hmm. to be open with a group of people you didn't know. And everybody in that room was going through something similar or slightly different, but everybody had something to share that was valuable to take away from. So Mm -hmm. active listening in that was incredibly important to understand why they're going through it, especially to bring that back to you, right? When you're talking to your spouse, your team, you know, any client, customer, any kind of relationship that you build, Mm -hmm. that to me was important to start understanding where they're coming from and why they're doing that and Mm -hmm. actions and behaviors and language. So I found it very insightful to go to that. So that was the second one we went to. So from habits to that was a good day. It was a great day for everything. Cause it was tying into developing habits, but also maintaining those relationships because your habits don't dictate that you cannot like still have a good relationship because you have all these scheduled things. You still you know, can be aware of, Hey, I can move my workout or my thing around. So I found that super helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, and also learning how to communicate, not only what you need, but making sure that your team is able to communicate what they need. Yeah. And yeah. they're short. Like it was three hour sessions. Yeah. It was short. So, it was lovely. Yeah. And like, like Rob Solid said, takeaways. 10 or 12 people, there's only 50 people at the event. So 10 or 12 people. So day two, where did we start day two? We started in leadership. Leadership, leadership was great because the three guys there have either run very big organizations, were in the military, and very high level <laughs> operations. Yeah, have big teams. They have big teams. Um, that was a good one for us just because as couples, you've got two different personality types, mm-hmm. two different operational 
management styles that you're trying to bring together and meld Mm -hmm. and people go to mom and dad. I always say that, right? It's like having, so you've got staff that go ask Robin a question and then they'll come ask me the same thing. We used to have that a lot. We don't anymore, but how you divide that was like, it was a nice reminder of like who has what role and who has what role. If you need this, you go to this person. If you need this, you go to this person. That's it. So clarifying roles. And the big takeaway was the quote that Aaron gave us. And he was one of the guides was, um, people don't come assembled. You have to build them. That was exactly, that was it. People don't come assembled. You have to build them. Yeah. And I really, really like that concept Mm -hmm. to a degree. So I will say there's, there's a line to that, right? Cause you can hire people with no skill, lots of work ethic, and you can train them. That's mm-hmm. what that means. But there's a line to that too, where they do they, when do they get complacent? When do you talk to them when they're getting like, so all those like hard conversations that you have, that you have to have the hard stuff. That was what we talked about. Yeah. When do you have those conversations? How do you have those one, two, three HR t- conversations? If you have a big organization, you know, where you tell them, Hey, we need to correct this, da, da, da okay, you didn't correct this. Why are we, what we, and you know, those conversations. So one, two, three, and we have an HR episode. You guys can go listen to that mm-hmm. on the regular podcast. That was the concept of when you have those hard conversations, how to be an effective leader and communicator. And it was short and sweet, three hours. Yeah. And how to document it, that type of thing. And then also, um, a really, really good concept that I took out of that one in particular was the concept of the lid. I forget, um, I forget the exact terminology of like the the concept of the lid, but essentially just to spell it out for you guys, um, if you're actively working at like a five of energy or something like that, or like actively working as like a five of knowledge, that type of thing, um, it's very difficult for then for you to have someone who is an eight and be able to then inspire them. So it's all, it was a very good visual for me to then have that um, visual of always having to, or not having to, but I was wanting to build myself and essentially create higher, higher numbers of myself. And then essentially you're creating higher numbers of teams below you Yeah, just because you are constantly trying to be better, trying to be better. So that was, I forget what the exact concept is called, but it's something about a lid. We can just call it like, it's like a glass ceiling, right? Yeah. You've got this ceiling on yourself and these limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. that you can only go so far. And so if you have those, the people under you are only, and if they're above you, they're, they're not even going to pay attention really exactly. to what you have to say. Right. So that, that is, one was very beneficial for me because I'm very visual. So it just basically just reinstated within my brain, like constant growth, the constant growth is very important for not only for me as an individual for, but for me as a wife and then also for me as an entrepreneur as well. Yeah. So that was leadership. It was amazing. It was great. And then the last one that we did was finance. Yeah. So, so this one was a little bit tricky because it was based in the States. So their concept is a little bit different. It was all based on this book. Profit first. There it is. So it was profit first and great concept. Great concept. You know, you pay yourself that 1% or that 2% first, right, into different – and then you open up a bunch of different bank accounts and you – basically structure your finances. It's very similar. Like we, we do the 10% rule. So you guys mm-hmm. know that, um, we take 10% of everything we make and it goes into another fund and then we work off the 90. That's just mm-hmm. how we work. But yeah, they essentially break it out that they know that 
your staff is going to take approximately 35% of your income. So they recommend then opening an account and that like is your specific payroll account. This is your specific like cost of goods account, that type of thing, where in the States is free to open bank accounts. So you can have as many as you want. Whereas we all know here in Canada, it is not free to open bank accounts. So it's not really. Transaction fees are ridiculous. Absolutely. A little bit different concept. But the concept itself is just like knowing your percentages and knowing the breakdown of your business is very was yeah, very it's, impactful. It's budgeting. Budgeting, absolutely. And knowing those numbers was huge, but just the the specific implementation. The implementation is different for, for mm-hmm. everywhere. Yep. But the concept is how much money are you bringing in? And it, it's easier for businesses that have recurring revenue always. Yeah. Right. When you have a lot of like variable costs, it's a little bit trickier, but if you have a lot of fixed costs and, and fixed revenue, very simple to implement variable costs. You got to be just very cognizant of how much and when you apply those rules. Right. Um, I, the idea is to have an OPS fund. The idea is to have an investment fund for yourself in the business. So you can buy something with the, like, whether it's real estate, you're building, you're renting, um, investments, um, paying yourself because most entrepreneurs don't pay themselves for a long, long time. Yeah. And then making sure that everyone's taken care of mm-hmm. bills are paid accounts. And it's always has some sort of flow every month going in there. And it's, it's doing it weekly. The concept was to do it weekly. Yeah. Go into your bank account weekly, move 1% here, move 2% here, move, right. We do it very similar. Just we do 10. Yeah. We and do it. Everything stays 10%. In, everything else is operational. Yeah. Yeah, guys, that was the evolved week. And those are the things we did. The major takeaway from events like that though, and going and is being with the people. Mm-hmm. Okay. The concepts are great. The reason you go to these things, and I'm not talking about these raw, raw, like there's 400, 500,000 people in a room. These events that are small, intimate, 50 to a hundred people, maximum, even smaller. You learn so much more. One, you're making connections with individual people that are either way further ahead than you are and can help you. Yeah. Cause they've been through what you're going through or you're making connections with people that are going through the very similar concept that you are. And everybody has the same values and the same idea. And the big thing for me is when you go into an event, you leave pumped, you're super excited about it. You're ready. The execution after is what is never, ever really happens for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You go to Tony Robbins, you're all pumped up. He does his big thing. You come back, you're pumped for a week and then you're back in this stupid routine. Mm-hmm that you just do not get out of that box. Yeah, that was one thing that was really valuable about Evolve is that each course or each segment, you actually took the time to sort out how you would implement everything, which I found of something of huge value because a lot of the other things that we have gone to in particular, it doesn't actually get to that point because there is there are so many people in the room that you can't take the individual time and be like, how are you going to implement? What's your takeaway? That type of thing. That is something that you're expected to do on your own. Yeah. But it was nice to actually have that set time to go through. Yeah. The implementation mm-hmm. portion and the after when you're having conversations about what you learned and why it's beneficial or how you can implement it. That is the biggest takeaway from those kind of Absolutely. events. Try and find some that you guys are, are you know, that are in the same concept or cores that you're trying to do that are smaller like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can cost a bit, but the only really good investment is is in yourself, really. I agree. So if you're investing all this money in other things, sometimes it's better to just invest in yourself and just see what what's out there that can benefit you long-term. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, thanks guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, like, share, and subscribe to help us grow the show.